Welcome to the K-12 Food Rescue Podcast. I'm John Williamson, the host of the podcast and founder of K-12 Food Rescue, an organization founded in 2007, committed to empowering people to lead the food is not trash movement in their school districts. Today, I'm joined by Amy Brando, K-12 Food Rescue leader and teacher in Zionsville, Indiana at Pleasant View Elementary. So, Amy, welcome to the K-12 Food Rescue Podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. So, Amy, can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and and kind of how you became a teacher, maybe, and what and what grade level you are, or how long you've been a teacher, I should say? Sure. Um, I've been an educator for 20 years, uh, teaching in both urban and suburban areas, um, and currently I am a K-4 STEM teacher at Pleasant hey. View. So how did you become interested in school food waste and maybe how you became involved in K-12 food rescue in general? Well, I've always thought it was important to give back to the community. And after having lunch duty for many years, I saw the food waste. And when Jill um, McCune was leaving Pleasant View and she wanted uh, this to continue at her school, I thought it was a great opportunity for me to kind of start, you know, something new with my career as far as helping out with something in the community. And I think it's, it's great that we can do that and give it to people, the food that is wasted, give it to the people in need in our community. Well, that's awesome. Um, Can you tell our audience a little bit, you know, I think about, you know, Jill McCune obviously started it with a, with a kindergarten class actually many, many years ago. I think it was 2016. Um, maybe 2017 around that time. Can you kind of tell everybody how the program works and the kind of the kind of food you collect, how much is collected and where it all ends up going? Sure. Um, so we, um, in our, we have two cafes in our building. So we have over 800 students who use them. Um, we have food waste bins that are put out during every lunch block. Uh, the students can put the food that they don't want into the bins. Um, we often get lots of milk, juice, veggies, yogurt, items like that. Um, we usually collect about five to 600 pieces a week. Um, and then the Boone County um, Food Pantry will come in and pick it up from us every week uh, to distribute it amongst our community. So the kids are involved in the collection process itself, or is that kind of run by adults that are in the building? Um, no, the kids are involved in it. I mean, they're the ones putting the food in the buckets, you know, and then, um, every Friday I take a class to the cafe and we count all the food, um, together as a class. I've taken kindergartners in there. I've taken second graders. I've taken fourth graders. Um, it's really whoever has me and Fridays at that time gets to go do it. So I feel like I'm able to, um, expose it to a lot, you know, the program to a lot more kids and, and especially them wondering what those bins are for in the building. (laughs) I I think now they're able to understand what it's for. Um, So I think that's been a huge positive this year. So do you think that the program, you know, impacts your students in multiple ways and maybe what you feel might be the greatest impact it might be on them? Well, because I'm doing this in a STEM class with the multiple grade levels, I've been not only able to explain to them how the food goes to families in need, but also explain to them what happens to the food if it is sent to the landfill. And Mm. um, I think you had a great video on your website about uh, what happens when we start putting the food into the 
um, landfills and um, how it's creating the warmth and global warming and contributing it to that. So I think it's definitely something um, that I'm able to expose them to just the science behind it all as well. And not only just yeah. doing something for the community, but also why, why are we doing this too? Why don't we want it to go into the ground? Absolutely. And you had mentioned, you know, gathering all the students um, and counting, you know, we have this, uh, what we call the K-12 food rescue story graphic log tool to communicate the impact. Can you kind of describe to our audience uh, what that tool is and what the benefit it offers to you to see the data, you know, particularly as an education you know, educator in the form of a graphic? Um, do you think that it's easy to use and, and uh, how old do you think a student would need to be before they could enter all that information, you know, by themselves? Um, the tool is great because it, it's very easy to use and it shows the effect that we are having on our community and it also on our planet. Um, I think, you know, basically we're just entering our number in that we collect and um, younger kids can do it as well as the, you know, the fourth graders. So I think it's a very easy tool to use and it, um, it just gives a nice visual to the kids of why we're doing this and where everything, where the food is going. Cool. So I, I'm curious, I'm not sure whether I've ever shared this with you or not, but we actually on our website have what's called a live impact dashboard. And you can actually go to that dashboard and find Pleasant View Elementary. And you can click from the start of the program, or you can actually move the the months and the years. You could say what you collected in a month or what you collected oh, in one okay. given school year. And uh after we're done with the podcast, I'll send you that link um, so you can kind of check that out because that also produces, I would call it a lifetime graphic, you know, for the whole entire lifetime of the program or or even a, you know, for an entire year. So, oh, very um, cool. yeah, so you'll be able to communicate, you know, what the impact is for the entire year. And I know, I know Jill is now teaching at Trailside Elementary and she's continued uh, the tradition there and started started things going there. And I believe Zionsville Middle School has participated in K-12 rescue on some level. What would you say to other Zionsville schools um, who are not currently rescuing the food from the trays for their students and that they choose not to eat, or, or honestly, just anyone who's not participating? Well, it's a super easy way, you know, to give back to our community and allows our students to have an opportunity to make a difference as, as younger um you know, children, sometimes it's hard to make a difference because, you know, a lot of times they need their parents or, but this is an easy way for them to feel like they're making a difference in a community because they're, they're not just throwing their food in a trash can and now they're knowing where it's going and that it's going to help um, not only the people in need, but also our planet. So I think it's just a very easy way um, to get kids involved and understand the whole point of service and, um, just a great service project for anybody to take part in. Definitely. So if I were to, if I were to ask you, you know, in a given week, um, once you get the program going, I know that there are some aspects to getting it rolling, but just the maintenance of the program in a week, how much time would you say as a teacher, you've got invested in that? And then you know, is that during the day and part of your school day, or is that sometimes after your school day? Basically, how much time is it taking you? <laughs> Well, it's, it's really just coordinating with our cafe manager and um, she really sets up the bins for me and keeps all the food all week for me. And then I, it's basically at most a half hour out of my day on Fridays, just counting the food with a class. And then we wheel it up to the front and then the Boone County 
um, food bank comes and picks it up. So it's really not that much time out of my day or, you know, outside of the classrooms, because especially since I involve the kids so much. Yeah, absolutely. And that student leadership piece has always been such an important part of that because we have always believed that that the actual solution to food waste is teaching the younger generation, you know, something that we haven't done very well ourselves. Right, <laughs> you know, right. That um, we can we can prevent this if we just, you know, put a little thought into it. And I also love what you said about the coordination piece with the with the food service director yourself, the students, and the food the food pantry. It really does take an orchestra of all of those entities working together um, to make it work. Um, and it's awesome to see that, that Zionsville is doing such a great job with that. So if I were to ask if anyone's interested in learning more about your K-12 food rescue program, um, is there any way they could reach out to you and how might that be? Sure. Um, my email is um, abrando at ccs.k12.in.us. And I'd be happy to answer any questions. Well, thank you for joining me here today, Amy, and so much for the for this time that you spend each week, you know, instructing these children and, you know, showing them how they can impact the world in so many different ways. And I know we didn't hit on it as much, but, you know, when you preserve food, you know, there's a, there's an element of thankfulness um, for what you have that I think is also passed on to kids. So I appreciate um, your heart in that. And I know that it's going to change a lot of kids' lives over time. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me on. Well, have a great day. You too.